The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. It's Monday night in A-Town, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket Athletics. Welcome to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 is brought to you by Coca-Cola. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or a friend this season. And by Georgia Power. While Georgia Power provides clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy, they want to help save energy, too. Find out energy-saving tips at georgiapower.com slash save. Now, let's join your host, the voice of the Yellow Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. My week is now giving way back to game week for your Yellow Jackets. It's homecoming this Saturday at Bobby Dodd Stadium as Georgia Tech will look to convert that win over Miami two Saturdays ago into a winning streak. In ACC Coastal play, the Pitt Panthers, the opponent, 4 p.m. Tommy's Leather. And between then and now, we've got a lot to talk about. So welcome into another edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield. IMG College. I'm Andy Dementra, and let's welcome in the man fresh off his first career ACC win, and certainly not the last as head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Jeff Collins. Coach, good to see you. How are you? Doing great, bud. I know all teams have that 24-hour rule, whether it's after a win or a loss, but knowing how hard your kids worked and fought to get that win two Saturdays ago heading into the bye week, did you relax that at all, let them enjoy uh, the fruits of their labor at the beginning of last week? Yeah, we, ne <laughs> we never relaxed around here, but we did extend it uh, about another 24 hours to enjoy it a little bit more uh, the guys have poured so much into it uh, invested so much of their time in preparation learning our processes how we do things and uh, really starting to scratch the surface on what it means to prepare uh, to play at an elite level they did that and uh, played so hard and invested so much in the game. Um, it was good that we went into a bye week to get some guys healthy and fresh. Let me ask you, how was that win in Coral Gables an illustration of the culture that you guys have been building and that your players have been embracing? Yeah, I mean, we, we, I've talked about it for a, lot, for a long time, how they've gotten better every single week. And, uh, you know, it was good to see that all their hard work, that they had been wor really working so hard to improve, um, continue to have unbelievable attitudes throughout it, regardless of any setbacks. Uh, for it to pay off, and it paid off the right way because they did it the right way uh, from the beginning of the week until the uh, overtime started, until the last play when they measured that fourth down and short. Uh, all of those things culminated in winning the right way and representing the city of Atlanta. And uh, the 404 chance at the end of yeah. the game uh, were were really special, and they they rang loud and clear. Have you ever been part of a game that ended in a walk off measurement? <laughs> I, I've I've won a lot of games in walk-off fashion <laughs> uh but that was that was something else right there it was it was a blast that was an emotional roller coaster because they first went to the review to see where brevin jordan's forward progress had been stopped when they finished the review you thought that they'd put the ball down and then you'd be on to the next play or they would determined the game was over but that they they announced the results of the review and then measured it again i've never seen anything like that yeah it was wild it, yeah. it goes back to me being seven years old and not ever understanding what a forward progress means and uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know it was good that it was on our side because our guys fought so hard and uh, they did it the right way and we won as a team and uh, those kind of moments are really special. Well that win demonstrated a lot of forward progress in another sense of the term as your team now collects its first ACC win. You could not have done that two Saturdays ago without Jordan Mason. New career high 141 yards. He does this against a Miami defense that was 7th in the nation against the run. 
touchdown. It only been allowing 77 rushing yards per game. Jordan buys lonesome, almost doubles that. Why is he such a hard back to take down? Nope. You're, you're a defensive guy, so I sure. know you have a lot of admiration for just how difficult a guy like Jordan Mason is to slow down. Well, I think JP would be the first one to tell you that uh, the credit should go to the offensive line, uh, even though we've had a lot of injuries, a lot of moving parts, um, guys stepping in week after week to, to fill the void. Uh, they did a wonderful job uh, blocking one of the best front sevens uh, in the ACC and uh, really establishing uh, physical presence throughout the game. And then JP just runs so hard. He's so physical. Uh, he's such a great teammate, hard worker. Uh, can't say enough positives about him as a young man um, and, and a member of this team. Uh, he, he is truly special, and he came back uh, with a great week during the bye week. Uh, we had the ATL group lift four times because we're a developmental program. Had the developmental group lift five times. Uh, so Friday, the ATL group was off, and uh, J.P. Mason, uh, who's part of the ATL lift group, went in there on Friday morning at 5.30 on his own to lift with the <laughs> developmental group, was in there breaking them down, leading them through, and those kind of moments are, are really special uh, as a coach when one of your best players uh, is also one of your best leaders and takes advantage of every opportunity to get better and develop. I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, it certainly doesn't sound like a guy who's satisfied. I don't know if you caught this pro football focus. They have their algorithm where they grade their running backs and they name Jordan Mason the highest graded running back in the football bowl subdivision entering last weekend's game. I don't know if they've refreshed their list, but this is not just in a one-week span. This is over the course of the entire 2019 season. J.P. Mason has the highest grade of a running back. When you are undergoing this overhaul offensively, to have somebody who can be such a workhorse for you, be so reliable, it's got to mean the world to you. But I do want to go back to what you said about the offensive line because this was a very intimidating front seven that Miami had. If you get into the nuts and bolts of the job the offensive line did versus the Hurricanes, what pleased you the most when you flipped on the film? Well, just they, they get better every single week. Fundamentally, uh, technique, pad level, all of those things. Uh, you know, I'm sure if you're playing at home, Georgia Tech football, bingo, you've got historic transformation uh, sitting there, and you're going to get a stamp on this one. Um, but, uh, I mean, the, what those young men have gone through, um, being 11 years in a four-point stance and diving off and cutting and all of those things, which is awesome, and now they're transitioning to more of an NFL spread-based offensive attack. Um, it's really cool to see how much they've improved every single week and uh, just just really proud of them, how hard they play, how much fight they have, how much better they've gotten fundamentally technique-wise, and then understanding the different looks that defenses are throwing at us and being able to handle them at a high level. And then, you know, go back to JP's uh, grade by pro football focus. We think that kind of stuff is really cool. And, uh, you know, any kind of public uh, affirmation of the effort that's being put in by any of our players is, is really special. Um, but the, the grade that matters the most to me is what uh, Tashar Choice, uh, Georgia Tech football legend, uh, great running backs coach here, uh, what his grade is on him and how he feels about JP. And it just gets stronger and stronger and stronger every single week. And uh, JP and the rest of that running back room um, are doing it the right way and having the right process, the right mindset uh, to have success and for bigger and better things even as we move forward.
court is really cool. Until last Saturday, the last time Georgia Tech beat Miami on the road was 2007. Tashard Choice racked up a career-high 204 rushing yards in that game. And, of course, he was on the sidelines coaching Jordan Mason, who bookends that drought with a career-high of his own 141 yards. And we'll have more about the offensive line, not only their play against Miami, but their development all this season. Later on, we'll be joined by uh, offensive line coach Brent Keisha. That should be a lot of fun. Stick around for that. Uh, I should mention this was the bye weekend off. It, we always put in air quotes for any coach, but how, how'd you spend your Saturday without a game? <laughs> so uh, my wife had to, we still have a house in Philadelphia. So she went and had to take care of some things. So she was back home or back in Philadelphia for the weekend. And it was me and my three-year-old daughter, Astrid, uh, from 530 in the morning, Saturday morning, all the way until 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, I got to give my hats off to the to the coaches' wives in our program um, and just out there in general uh, that are the unsung heroes of this program and of the families that, uh, you know, it was just uh, we had a blast. We had an absolute uh, pure fun the entire weekend. Uh, but <laughs> I thought this coaching football was hard, man. But 24 hours being the three-year-old, <laughs> woo, you're, that was you're, something else. You're used to working 16, 17-hour days yeah. here in the football facility, but that's a whole different kind of exhaustion. There is no When doubt. you got a trail of three-year-old, and I have been there before. And by the way, speaking of coaches' wives, congratulations to Coach Thacker and his yes, wife. absolutely. A, a fun way to spend the bye week for them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Little Jack came into the world. He's one of us. Uh, we're excited. And uh, Coach Stack does a great job. His wife, Liza, Brooks and Bear, there are two uh, <laughs> other children. Uh, just excited to have a new member to the family. Also, congratulations to Coach Thacker. He was beaming certainly after that win at Miami, beaming even more this past Thursday as his family gains an addition. We'll take a timeout. We'll continue the conversation with Coach Collins. Do want to remind you, every powerful drive is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jack. Much more to come here. It's GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops. And wings. It subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Make your wallet buzzworthy with a Georgia Tech Visa debit card from Georgia United Credit Union. Now you can support Tech everywhere you go and spend. And every time you use your card, you'll be supporting Georgia Tech student-athletes. Georgia United makes banking easy with advanced digital banking features. Check out Georgia United's free unified checking account that pays big interest and show your jacket pride. United we fan. Visit GUCU.org forward slash go jackets for important account information. Insured by NCUA, Georgia United, the official debit card of Georgia Tech Athletics. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. 
Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. talking Georgia Tech athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. High Regency Atlanta has rambling rates all season. Visit HighRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTAC. High Regency Atlanta, um, preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Welcome back to GT60. Kick time for Georgia Tech's final road game of the season was announced earlier today. That would be November 9th versus Virginia. And we'll put total leather at 1230 November 9th. But, of course, before that, we got Tommy's leather here at Bobby Dodd. 4 p.m. when we get it started versus 5-3 and three, Pittsburgh. Coach, that was uh, an historic win you guys had at Hard Rock Stadium the other week. I, I didn't realize this until today. That was Georgia Tech's first ever overtime road win in ACC play. How about that? Had never won an overtime road game in the ACC. And I, I thought the way our guys entered to, entered into overtime, um, obviously blocking the field goal was, was really special. Antoine Owens, TK were there with their hands on the ball. Um, so the way we entered overtime was special. Our attitude going into it, the energy level, the confidence, the belief uh, was really, really special. And that led to the, to the victory. You know, the 22-yard <coughs> run by JP in the O-line uh, was awesome to set the thing off. Uh, and the resilience of our defense uh, was really, really special. One of my favorite moments of the game, however, uh, the score's tied uh, late in the fourth quarter. Off is driving, putting together a really good drive. Uh, Jamias scores basically what everybody thought was a touchdown um, to put the game up 28 to 21. They later ruled that it, he stepped out of bounds. Uh, I think a play or two later, we fumble the ball, which obviously we never want to do. But I thought the reaction of our defensive players, we talked about putting the ball down it uh, doesn't matter what the situation what the score on the clock what the time we just put the ball down and play and you saw 11 dudes on our defense running out on the field putting the ball down and just pointing to the ground having confidence having energy and having a belief that they were going to get a stop regardless of how the sudden change happened and uh, the even better part and i told this to the team yesterday was the first play they hit us with a bomb and they go up top for about 40 yards, and it didn't diminish the resolve of our defensive players. One iota, none of the confidence on the sideline. All right, so something bad just happened to us. It doesn't matter. Put the ball down, regroup, and make a play. And then they made play after play after play to force the field goal, block the field goal, send it to overtime. And I think those kind of moments uh, go uh, unnoticed, they go unrecognized, but those are the moments when you're building a program uh, that are special to, to harken back on and, and uh, build a belief system in what you can do. Uh, another part of your belief system is mayhem, and we saw a lot of that on the defensive side last Saturday. Six TFLs, three sacks against Miami. Jordan Dominic, Jaquan Griffin, Demetrius Knight all recorded their first career sacks. Jaquan Griffin got the fumble recovery in the end zone. <laughs> a little exuberant in his celebration, but that's another story. Uh, from a 
a scheme and a tactical standpoint, why was that mayhem more consistent, more prevalent against Miami? Well, I think I mean, we're just getting better every single week. I mean, we're, we're improving. The guys are learning how to play free within our system, um, not having to think as much. They just get to go out there and play. We've got some really good players that fly around and play really, really hard. And, uh, you know, creating turnovers, uh, defensive scores is in our DNA. Blocking field goals, blocking punts is in our DNA. Uh, we've had two block kicks the last two weeks. I think last year we led the country in block kicks. We led the country in defensive touchdowns. So those kind of things um, are who we are and what we're all about. And you're just seeing our guys every single week getting better and better, more confident um, in moving toward uh, the type of brand of football that we're known for. Individually, Tariq Carpenter led the way, had a team-high seven tackles, none bigger than that stop of a preseason all-ACC yep. tight end and 6'3", 245-pound Brevin Jordan. And then fourth and four, and by no more than a link or two of the chain, was able to stand him up and prevent him from, from getting the first down and extending Miami's drive in overtime. Uh, here he is third on the team in tackles behind David Curry and Charlie Thomas. What kind of anchor is Tariq giving you in that secondary? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a very talented individual. I mean, he's six foot three, 215, 220-pound safety that can run. He can hit. Um, he makes plays all over the field. Uh, we had him systematically matched up uh, on their tight end because we knew what a great player that guy, young man was. Led the nation is. In, in, in receptions by tight ends. Absolutely. Yep. He's a really, really good player, and we just challenged Tariq, and we knew he was up to the challenge and uh, it paid off for us because Tariq's a great player but it all goes back to the process all goes back to the preparation uh, Tariq knew that when they motioned the three by one to two by two that he was going to get some kind of uh, flat release he played it uh, played with poise and made the tackle short of the first down to win the game uh, but that all goes back to the the process that we go through to prepare to play at a high level the guys are developing their processes uh, to play at an elite level and it's good to really see it pay off for them and, and key moments. We said it on the broadcast last Saturday. You knew a carpenter wouldn't mind bringing some lumber, and Tariq certainly did on Jordan on that fateful final play of the game. The play, however, that had social media buzzing, and of course we had our bi-week edition of GT60 last Monday, so we didn't have a chance to catch up with you. We turned you loose. But you know where I'm going with this. Absolutely. That was the Presley Harvin fake punt touchdown pass yep. to Nathan Cottrell. That, this wasn't like one of those little flicks of the wrist on a fake. <laughs> I mean, that was... 30 yards airborne and a perfect spiral dropped in the bucket to Nathan Cottrell yep. where he didn't have to even break stride. Let's talk about the decision to run that fake punt. Presley had said afterwards, you guys had repped it and walked through that morning. Right. Was momentum kind of the, the motivator of that play call? You guys were down 14-7, drive was stalled out, but you still felt you could hit, hit them with a surprise? Well, I mean, that's part of who we are. Last year we had seven fake field goals or uh – punts last year and we're successful in six of them so it's part of our process it's part of what we do um, we're always trying to find ways and different things to exploit um, either the punt save or the punt block team or the field goal block team and uh, you know it was set up to do and uh, it's funny I actually called it uh, the same name that we had used the year before at the previous place as we were taking the field we don't call that here at Georgia Tech anymore but I still reverted back and called it the same thing that we called a year ago luckily I had some temple coaches there that were able to translate it and tell them what the what the actual call was and we ran it and executed it for a touchdown um, last year when we run it we had our personal protector um, 
be the thrower, but now when you have such a weapon like Presley who can do, do so many things along with being an elite punter, um, he's got such a strong arm um, that we were able to have him do it, and uh, we threw it for a touchdown. And what did it mean to you to see Nathan Cottrell on the receiving end of that, him getting yeah. rewarded uh, with the touchdown? Yeah, and Nathan is the epitome of what this culture is all about. Um, doesn't make any excuses, just goes out there and gets better, plays as hard as he can every single play. No role is too small for him. Uh, he just goes out there and tries to compete for his team every single week and every single day in practice, and I'm so proud of him every single day being one of the elite gunners in college football, being one of the elite kickoff coverage men in college football, and uh, any way that we can reward him um, for his efforts by getting him a touchdown. Uh, I think those kind of moments are special. Uh, he's earned it. He's extremely un unselfish. And, uh, you know, the highest honor in this program is to be called a great teammate. And uh, Nathan Cottrell is definitely that. By the way, I heard from sources that your assistant coach, Jeff Popovich, when he was playing at the University of Miami, he threw a touchdown on a fake field goal against Pittsburgh. Yep. Oh, so this is confirmed. In fact, where there's video, there's video evidence. Um, I don't know if any it's, of our players are watch, listening to this right now, but it's probably going to be shown uh, in the team meeting tomorrow morning okay. uh, for all the, the eyes in the organization to see. Uh, you probably had to, to, like, transfer that from VHS, but <laughs> right. it still counts. And, and, look, I, I, I give Presley a little more credit because Jeff was a quarterback in high school. Presley was a punter the whole way. Right. He didn't throw like a punter uh, last Saturday, but certainly swung the momentum, got you a much-needed touchdown, and all added up to that 28-21 overtime win over Miami. You'll take that into homecoming this Saturday, 4 p.m., when we get things started against the Pitt Panthers. Coming up on the other side of the break, we will say hello to offensive line coach Brent Key. We appreciate Coach Key, another legendary former Jacket, joining us for a couple of segments. Your Atlanta area BMW Center is a proud sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics and GT60 BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics. And our conversation with Coach Key follows this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. There are a lot of SUVs on the road today, but many SUVs lack in sport and utility, not Ford SUVs. Don't let me go. Because Ford SUVs offer intelligent four-wheel drive, not to mention ruggedness and versatility. drive it like an SUV is meant to be driven. And you can drive it like a Ford. Today's matchup, Scanna Energy partners up with Georgia Tech Football to take on your old natural gas provider. Just like how the Yellow Jackets swarm the field, Georgia residents will be eager to stiff arm high prices and get real savings on natural gas. Visit ScannaEnergy.com to take it to the house, door house. Passing up on these rates would be a complete debacle. So make a winning call and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit ScannaEnergy.com for great service and great rates this fall. Touchdown! GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation. But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. That's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects. And here, it reflects us all. 
toughness, tenacity, pride, passion. Those values born us. They've made us an institute without equal. When you see the white and gold, you know what we stand for. And if you're an opponent, you know what you're in for. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Georgia Tech Football. agree on the best game day foods but want to serve with an ice cold coca-cola you know you've got yourself a winner coca-cola taste the feeling welcome back to gt60 on the georgia tech sports network from learfield img college i'm andy demetra and pleased to welcome in our next guest you knew him as a standout offensive lineman at georgia tech and now you know him as georgia tech's offensive line coach brent key coach good to see you how are you doing well doing well i'm a little disappointed you didn't uh respond with your typical greeting to me which is going into your very exaggerated broadcaster voice well you know when, when we come here when we hear for the yellow jackets and i can't even do it so we'll oh. just sketch that out okay okay yeah it's a little bit different when the light comes on don't it um you well be you still do it so well here at bobby dot <laughs> stadium historic grant field i think you're better off as offensive line coach and yeah, no doubt no question especially after that and uh coach collins hands out his three stripe life awards given to the top three in-game performers he gave every offensive lineman the three-stripe life award. What did you see from your unit against Miami? This was a tough defensive front. Seventh nationally, like we said, against the run. Georgia Tech ran for 200-plus yards against the Hurricanes. From seeing where they started to where they were at Miami and how they performed, what pleased you the most? Well, I think just the progression that these guys have had, um, you know, throughout the not only the season, but, you know, from spring practice and during summer preseason and, uh, you know, each game, you know, working to get better and, you know, you know, consistently listening to the message of not looking at the scoreboard, not looking at the, the outcome and uh, just continuing to work every single day and uh, to be the best they can be and, uh, you know, play the game with with, with great passion and, uh, and, and physicality and play with great effort and, you know, all the other things will, you know, kind of take care of themselves so that, you know, that's probably been the most proud of is that, you know, they do come every day. They don't worry about what other people think, what do people say, you know, it's, it, it's us going out every day trying to work to get better and you know improving it you know one facet of the game each day and uh, you know then kind of putting it all together on a Saturday and you know, kind of seeing where the chips fall. Let's take it all the way back to your playing days when did you know you wanted to be a coach was that always the plan after college? Uh, not really um, you know, I think in college I was like a lot of kids I didn't really know what I wanted to do and um, as I kind of got into my senior year and, and it became crunch time of figuring out you know what you want to do and you know who you want to be in life um you know i started really looking into the you know or actually seeing the possibility of you know the game being over for me and i love playing so much and i love the camaraderie and you know i love the locker room i love the you know love being around the guys and you know the coaches and um you know it really seemed like something that that i would miss and um you know then obviously i had some some really good coaches that were you know not only coaches to me but but mentors and um, you know, helped me in a lot of facets of my life. It helped me develop as a young man and, uh, you know, kind of putting those things together. I thought I'd give it a shot. And, um, you know, luckily enough, had an opportunity to be a graduate assistant here. Uh, but then there was a time where I said, oh, maybe this isn't for me. And, you know, went and worked in the, in the real world for, you know, a year and a half. And I, I tell people it took about six weeks of, you know, putting dress shoes on and putting a tie on every day of realizing this is what I was meant to be. You don't have to tell people where you worked, but what did you do? Uh, I was in commercial real estate here in Atlanta. Okay. 
So about six weeks of wearing the wingtip shoes, you thought, no, I got to get some some sneakers on and be back in front of a whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know, I, I did my best there and worked hard, but it, it was pretty obvious to everyone I worked with that that you know I was meant to be a coach and that, that I truly missed it. And uh, they were great people, a lot of Georgia Tech alumni, um, you know, a couple some former football players that worked there, and uh, really fortunate for that opportunity uh, to 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 work in that in that line of business here in, in, in Atlanta, but also fortunate to have the opportunity to really see, to open my eyes to what I really was uh, meant to be and, um, you know, would, would end up being now what I've done for my entire life. So now your real estate is between the tackles on the Georgia Tech offensive line. Uh, George O'Leary, where, where do you think he as a coach rubbed off the most on you? Um, I think just from a standpoint of it, as a coach of being detailed, um, you know, leaving no stone unturned. Uh, you know, you know, coaching discipline and, and, and accountability into your players, uh, demanding, demanding the accountability uh, from those guys. Uh, you know, and, and then the one thing you always say about a Coach O'Leary team is that they were physical and you know a physical team at the line of scrimmage, and you know developing that sense of uh, physicality and toughness uh, with, within the group. But at the same time, you know the the responsibility and the, the discipline and the accountability that comes along with it. You are on the front lines of this transformation offensive line coach getting these guys to to unlearn so many habits and techniques that have been inculcated in them uh, for years and years uh, in, in the option what has it been like for you and have you reached out to any colleagues and coaching to kind of get some ideas on, on how best to approach this how best to teach these guys um you know the the, the biggest thing is seeing these guys and the transformation has been the fact that it's not really like we're they're unlearning it's like they're it's everything's from ground zero um starting from square one you know whether you know the whether it be the smallest footwork or landmark or hand placement and those things but uh at the same time trying to keep it simple for them in the in the in the, to accelerate their growth and uh you know as a line coach there's always people you're gonna you know the mentors that you have and uh you know uh, friends within the profession that you know you share ideas with and bounce things back and forth, but it's also been sort of a unique thing to to take place here. Which um, you know there have been guys that have gone through it, and you know we bang things off each other's heads. But at the same time, it's uh, it's really you know, the development of these guys, not what anyone else has done or things that have done been done in the past. It's uh, how these guys respond individually and the ability to work collectively together. I remember you telling me earlier this year that your offensive line group very very coachable you tell them things and it sticks they were able to process it and so much now uh, of what you're asking them to do that they, they maybe hadn't done as much of it in the past is making pre-snap calls and identifying different defenders where they're aligned in the field and, and then going from there how have you seen that area of growth it's not something that's very obvious maybe to fans but certainly when you flip that tape on as their coach you can see yeah, you know, it, the, the smallest things that we take pride in is, as linemen and, and as a line coach, a lot of times uh, the, the, the watching the TV copy you might not see, but, you know, the, the thing I've been really pleased with is, has been their growth and development. And uh, really, you know, since um, since really the, the, the Temple game, I think, you know, these guys have shown really drastic improvement each week. And the improvement that some – you know might not see or the, that others do see it's something that's been a building block for us you know of, of you know each week and consistently getting better and um you know to be kind of where we are right now and that's not to say that we're not going to continue to have issues and things that we're working through and um you know it, with offensive linemen you talk about you know knowing what to do how to do and why you're doing it and 
you know, I think it was fairly quick for the guys to understand what to do, but then really to do, you know, you know how you do it, and you know, then the the final part of why you're doing it uh, has has been the thing that's been growing on them the most uh, as of late. All right, Coach, stick around. We'll have another segment with you here on GT60. Offensive line coach Brent Key with us as our guest this week. We'll have much more GT60 following this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Georgia Power, we believe our lake should be filled with water, not trash. That a healthy honeybee population will pollinate a healthier environment. That building homes is just as important as powering them. That's why we believe what we do off the grid is just as important as the clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy we provide on it. And that's a different kind of energy. Red 18! This season, you can share a Coke with your team on it. So I'm going to tell you how with a little help from this quarterback. Sally, 44! You can share a Coke when your team's up. Red Poncho! You can share a Coke when your team's down. Happy Jolly! You can even share a Coke with your rival on game day. Chili, chili, chili! Or you can share a Coke when you're giving out your famous guacamole recipe in a completely packed stadium. Cilantro, chopped onion, squeeze a lime, rum and tomato, hike! Share a Coke with a fan this season. Ice cold, delicious! GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are back in action Saturday, November 2nd at 4 p.m. as the Pitt Panthers come to Bobby Dodd Stadium. Check out the 404 tailgate that opens three hours before each home game. Tailgate admission is free and is located atop Peter's parking deck north of Bobby Dodd Stadium. Featuring freshly grilled tailgating food to purchase, a cash bar, and lounge seating with TVs. Game tickets start at $25 and are available by visiting ramblinrec.com slash tickets. Get yours today. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Live with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Talking all things Yellow Jacket athletics. Now let's head back to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics. Welcome back to GT60. So we continue our conversation with offensive line coach Brent Key. Uh, you know my analyst, Sean Bedford, former offensive lineman. He insists that this is now lineman season because the weather has taken a dip. It's cooler. And for those big guys in the trenches, uh, it, it just it invigorates them. Is there something behind that? Do you, do you agree with that? You know, you talk to your linemen about not making excuses, and you know, you know, you, you need to be a strong physical team that can play in any sort of weather, whether it be hot, cold, rain, dry, you know, humid. Um, but on the back of all of our minds, there is a little something about you know, a 300 pounder running out there with all their gear on, and it being a little, a little bit of a crisp in the you know, crisp air and a uh, little cooler out there for them. So, yeah, it's uh, it's something a little more pep in their step, a little more energy out there, you know, on the practice field. You hear all the time about 
guys are shooing the sleeves in, in the cold weather, and then that's a sign of toughness. I've noticed with you on the practice field, it's almost the opposite. Even from day one of preseason camp and the swelter of August, you're head-to-toe covered. Is that because you want to be sweating along with your guys? Or is that just <laughs> a personal preference, and I'm completely overreading that? Yeah, I mean, really, it's to save sunscreen. Okay. I mean, you know, and, and when the shirts get wet and – you know, you're full of sweat. I mean, it's actually cooler than it is with, with, yeah. without it on. So. Well, it's a better story if you tell your guys that you're trying to sweat along with them. Yeah, maybe I need to do that. Okay, yeah, maybe. Uh, who is the, the guy in your offensive line group that most reminds you of you when you were a player at Tech? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know if you could really compare one to another. Um, you know, it's – Just his, his approach, his attitude – uh, maybe it reminds you of how you were in the offensive line room when you were a player. I think I think they're they're all growing in, in that aspect. You know, one of the things with, with our group is, you know, was early on they were afraid to ask questions, and whether they were afraid to be wrong, afraid to, you know, not know it. Um, but it, it's something that we've really been encouraging these guys to ask questions, ask questions, ask questions, and. And then you find out if they do know it or not. So the growth in that aspect in the meeting room is something that we're continuing to work with and work on. And uh, uh, the, I, I don't know if I could even say one person reminds them of myself. Um, you know, I've been 20 years ago. I don't, I don't shoot. I probably don't even remember what I was like then. But uh, and you're doing this without a couple of guys, the veterans that you were counting on, Jahazel Lee, Kenny Cooper. So not only was it a young group that was having to learn a lot and to compress them out of time, but you're doing that without two people you figure to be stalwarts. And you have to, I'm sure, take a lot of pride in, in the way these guys have stayed cohesive and continued to grow together, even without uh, two strong voices in Jahazel and Kenny. Yeah, it has. It's been, you know, that that part of it has been has been really encouraging for these guys. Um, you know, we don't we don't make excuses for any anything. You know, at the end of the day, it's you know one person's job to get the to get it done, and uh, uh, then collectively as a group to be able to go out and execute the the game plan and um, you know be able to to play a complete game. Uh, whether you lose one guy, two guys, you know, guys in and out, that's why we have depth and uh, continue to work depth. And, you know, Coach Collins believes in that and, you know, of uh, uh, playing guys in different positions and you know, we've been able to work through that. So, you know, you know, some people might consider that adversity. We consider it something that we, we, we can, you know, continue to work with and, and it's actually going to make us a better group in the long run. Well, I look forward to continue to see that growth on Saturday versus Pitt. Brent, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. Offensive line coach Brent Key, you want to throw us to a break in your broadcaster voice? All right, let me see if I can do this. And now, and now, leaving you guys with the commercial break from Bobby Dodd Stadium at Historic Grant Field in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. We will see you later. I think you missed your calling. We'll be back yeah. with GT60 after this. Tech fans have a lot to be passionate about. And at Ford Motor Company, we do too. Because we build SUVs like Escape, Edge, and Explorer. All with intelligent four-wheel drive, giving you the control you need so you can tackle any adventure. Once you experience the ruggedness and versatility of a Ford SUV, you'll be a fan too. Drive it home. Drive it now. Drive it like a Ford. For great offers on Escape, Edge, and Explorer, visit your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Make your wallet buzzworthy with a Georgia Tech Visa debit card from Georgia United Credit Union. Now you can support Tech everywhere you go and spend. And every time you use your card, you'll be supporting Georgia Tech student-athletes. Georgia United makes banking easy with advanced digital banking features. Check out Georgia United's free unified checking account that pays big interest and show your jacket pride. United, we 
fan. Visit GUCU.org forward slash GoJackets for important account information. Insured by NCUA, Georgia United, the official debit card of Georgia Tech Athletics. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. If you know college football history, then you know us. Heisman coached here. Megatron played here. 222 points in a game. They were scored here. And four national titles, they were won here. All on the same field where we still play today. When you come to the flats of Atlanta, gold isn't just what you wear. It's who you are. We're more than an institute. We're a college football institution. Proud of our history, driven to make more. Welcome to where tradition meets innovation, where toe meets leather, where white meets gold. This is Georgia Tech football. This is GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For a look around the ACC, let's rejoin Andy Demetra for this week's ACC Refresher. Brought to you by Coca-Cola. We all know what comes with being a fan. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or friend this season. The ACC action this Saturday on our Coca-Cola ACC Refresher. Boston College heads to Syracuse. Wake Forest plays host to North Carolina State. Virginia Tech goes to Notre Dame. Miami at FSU. Clemson at home for Wofford as they step out of conference and out of FBS. And Virginia and North Carolina round out the Saturday action. Our Coca-Cola ACC Refresher brought to you by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Just heard from offensive line coach Brent Key. You were a GA when uh, Brent was playing here, Coach. What was he like <laughs> as a player? <laughs> uh, uh, if he's anything close yeah. to what he's like as a coach based on what I've observed, I can only imagine the intensity. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, he was uh, super intense, highly competitive, Competitive, uh, extremely physical, uh, played with an edge. Um, I, the the term echo of the whistle. I think he might have gone a little bit beyond that on certain plays, um, but just just played hard, played physical. Um, was a really good player. I think he was a four-year starter here. Had position flexibility, could play anywhere on the line, and uh, you know he was fun to um, as a defensive graduate assistant. Fun to watch. Uh, play and go about his business every day. Just a cr- tremendous teammate. Had great relationships with everybody on the team, and it just brought an edge and a physical nature uh, and demeanor and nastiness to everything uh, they did when he's a player. And it's it's kind of you can see the offensive line every single week starting to take on more and more and more of his personality, uh, which is a great thing. Going to face a Pittsburgh team this Saturday that is almost an inverse of how they operated last year. They're much more geared towards the past this season than they were last year. We'll talk about the Pitt Panthers a little later on. Some other uh, individuals that we want to note from that Miami game, since this is our first time talking with you since then. Uh, Jemias Griffin had a career-high eight carries, had that touchdown taken away. His foot did ever so barely step on the sideline 
sideline to wipe away what could have been a go-ahead score in the fourth quarter. But how has Jemias grown during the season to earn your trust and more reps? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's every single week he's just getting better and better. He still uh, is running on the developmental scout team uh, for a lot of things, especially on special teams, because you got to play your role on special teams first. And, uh, you know, he's just he's really hard worker. He gets to be with Dante Smith and Jerry Howard and J.P. Mason all day, every day. Um, and to start choice, I think it's really, really cool. One of my favorite moments of the game uh, was <laughs> late in the game. It was Jemias's drive and uh, – we were about to put uh, uh, JP back in the game, and JP unselfishly said, let the kid play. He's in the zone right now. Let the kid play. And uh, I thought that was a big confidence moment uh, that J.P. Mason, one of our leaders and, you know, uh, you know, one of the guys that, that sets the tone for this team, uh, put his stamp to let Jemias stay in there and battle uh, with the rest of his teammates. I thought it was a cool moment. Who would have guessed that Jaquan Griffin would have his first career touchdown before Jemias, by the way? I can't wait to bring that, that fact up Oh, I'm tomorrow. sure that has already yeah. been brought up yeah. multiple times and on yeah. multiple platforms of both Jaquan. So we do, uh, during the bye week, and we do it a lot, we'll do a Reckham drill, which is uh, mano a mano, and get a little stalk blocking in. Um, so one of the highlights of the bye week was um, every single day we did a developmental Reckham drill, and we circle it up, and we get get after it, and you can see us do it during pregame warm-ups as well. Um, but the, the place went nuts when I called the Griffin brothers up there and they went at it and, uh, <laughs> you know, they competed and it was really cool. Nothing that they haven't done behind closed doors, I'm sure, thousands of times growing up in Rome, Georgia. Yep. Another player, Jordan Dominic, he had his first career sack and that was a big one because it, it effectively wiped Miami out of field goal range. He's a guy that I, I know you wanted to salute as somebody who is just stuck with it and right. his time and his breakthrough came last Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he's done it the right way. I mean, he's hasn't played in two this game and uh, there's some things he had to do maturity wise and growing up and learning how to be a, a key member of this culture and being a great teammate and it was really good to see his development uh, pay off on the field because uh, he is a great player but and I've said this from day one we are going to take zero shortcuts on the path to greatness and there's a process that we go through and it took Jordan a while to learn what that process is the mindset is and uh, you know it was really really rewarding uh, to see it pay off for him and doing it the right way uh, will carry over dividends for the rest of the organization the rest of the culture um, the success that he had doing it the right way and his body language on that sack certainly exuded it we'll take another time out Georgia United Credit Union the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics much more GT60 following this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College today's matchup Scanner Energy partners up with Georgia Tech football to take on your old natural gas provider. Just like how the Yellow Jackets swarm the field, Georgia residents will be eager to stiff-arm high prices and get real savings on natural gas. Visit SkinEnergy.com to take it to the house, your house. Passing up on these rates would be a complete debacle. So make a winning call and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit SkinEnergy.com for great service and great rates this fall. Touchdown! Best tailgate? It's gotta be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's gotta be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. 
Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Make your wallet buzzworthy with a Georgia Tech Visa debit card from Georgia United Credit Union. Now you can support Tech everywhere you go and spend. And every time you use your card, you'll be supporting Georgia Tech student-athletes. Georgia United makes banking easy with advanced digital banking features. Check out Georgia United's free unified checking account that pays big interest and show your jacket pride. United we fan. Visit GUCU.org forward slash go jackets for important account information. Insured by NCUA, Georgia United, the official debit card of Georgia Tech Athletics. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are back in action Saturday, November 2nd at 4 p.m. as the Pitt Panthers come to Bobby Dodd Stadium. Check out the 404 tailgate that opens three hours before each home game. Tailgate admission is free and is located atop Peter's parking deck north of Bobby Dodd Stadium. Featuring freshly grilled tailgating food to purchase, a cash bar, and lounge seating with TVs. Game tickets start at $25 and are available by visiting ramblinrec.com slash tickets. Get yours today. with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, talking all things Yellow Jacket athletics. Now let's head back to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Every powerful drive is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. It is GT60 on this Monday night. I'm Andy Demetra. He's Jeff Collins. Was crunching some numbers in my office today and found this pit. Uh, is a team that's in the top 15 nationally right now in total defense. By the end of the regular season, you will have played five teams that are currently ranked in the top 15 in total defense. I only found two other teams that have had the same, Penn State and Rutgers. So you're talking about this historic transformation. Mm -hmm. And again, if you didn't stamp the bingo card earlier, you got another (laughs) opportunity now. But in the midst of this this scheme change uh, on offense, it's not like you're doing this against cardboard stand-ups. You're doing this against some, some pretty salty defenses. Sure, and we're getting better every single week. Uh, what our guys can do at a high level uh, within the framework of our offensive scheme is, is really, really cool, and seeing how they develop um, is really fun to watch. And, uh, you know, the future is really bright around here and just really proud of the players that we're blessed to coach every day while we're doing it. And Pitt is one of those teams, like we said, not only top 15 in the nation in total defense, but they lead the nation in Sacks, total sacks, and sacks per game. What, uh, how, how do they like to exert their pressure up front? What, what makes them jump out? Yeah, I mean, first of all, it starts off with they've got a really talented front four. Uh, they create pressure. They're very aggressive, uh, very similar to us. They, they play press coverage across the board and uh, take away the easy access throws. Uh, but, I mean, they're a very, very talented unit. And uh, so we understand what we're going up against. And um, But at the end of the day, we're focused on us and how we can get better every single week. And I do 
played our strengths and the things that we're starting to do really, really well. I haven't even talked about James Graham yet. Couldn't have gotten that overtime win across the finish line versus Miami were it not for your redshirt freshman. Had a couple of nice runs. Uh, also, 9 of 18 through the air. How did you see him operate that offense against a Miami defense that, like Pitt, was very well regarded? Yeah, same thing. He's just getting better every single week. Every time he gets a, um, a new look or a new front or a new coverage, um, you know, he's just growing exponentially. And uh, I'm just really proud of him uh, as a leader and as a teammate, um, just how he's handling it. And, uh, you know, it, it's really cool to see. I think we're also going to set a, a college football record. This might be the first ever matchup where both offensive coordinators were also once head coaches of the University of New Haven. You got Dave Padnote on your side. Mark Whipple is the new OC of Pittsburgh. People might remember him as the former head coach of UMass. Uh, this Pitt team is fifth nationally in pass attempts. They have already chucked it 330 times. How would you characterize their offense, the kinds of formations sure. they run out of, and, and how they like to keep defenses off balance? Yeah, they're, they're extremely multiple as far as formations and shifts and movements and uh, very creative on where they line their their pieces up. They've got some really good players. Uh, the receiver, I think, is top three in the country. Um, and it's, I mean, they've got a lot of weapons and a big physical offensive line, and the quarterback can beat you with his arm and he can beat you with his feet. And uh, so, I mean, it's a huge challenge. Um, for us. Maurice French is the, the receiver you're talking about. Yep. 64 catches on the year. They, they kind of line him up all over the field, everywhere. don't they? They're everywhere. He does, yeah. he does a nice job. They even got some jet sweep concepts with him as well. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a really talented group. And, uh, you know, so we're, we're, we understand the challenge we're getting ready for uh, to play on homecoming in front of the home crowd. Bobby Dodd expecting it to be packed and to be loud. Um, our guys are playing with so much energy and enthusiasm. And I'm just excited to see the student body. Um, our unbelievable band uh, get out there and, you know, let's us, uh, you know, uh, put on a big performance. Absolutely. We'll look forward to seeing everybody out here 4 p.m. Once again, the kickoff time Saturday between your jackets and the Pitt Panthers. We'll come back, wrap things up with the head coach, Jeff Collins, on another edition of GT60 from the Georgia Tech Sports Network, Learfield IMG College. At Georgia Power, we believe our lake should be filled with water, not trash. That a healthy honeybee population will pollinate a healthier environment. That building homes is just as important as powering them. That's why we believe what we do off the grid is just as important as the clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy we provide on it. And that's a different kind of energy. When you look around, you might feel pride is in short supply these days. Everything's being disrupted. But Ford has been around for 115 years, and we know the only constant is change. So disruption, yeah, it's what we do every day. You see, we still take pride in what we build and how we build. We even take pride in taking pride. And the world could use more of that right now. Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, why do it at all? Build Ford proud. Today's matchup, Scanner Energy partners up with Georgia Tech Football to take on your old natural gas provider. Just like how the Yellow Jackets swarm the field, Georgia residents will be eager to stiff-arm high prices and get real savings on natural gas. Visit ScanEnergy.com to take it to the house, your house. Passing up on these rates would be a complete debacle. So make a winning call and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit ScanEnergy.com for great service and great rates this fall. Touchdown! 
GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation. But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. That's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects. And here, it reflects us all. Toughness, tenacity, pride, passion. Those values bond us. They've made us an institute without equal. When you see the white and gold, you know what we stand for. And if you're an opponent, you know what you're in for. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Georgia Tech football. Tuned in to GT60, giving you the latest on the Yellow Jackets. It's time to take a look at this week's keys to the game as we rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. GT60 brought to you once again by your Atlanta area BMW Center's BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics. As we wind down another week of GT60, our thanks to his uh, offensive line coach, Brian Key, for joining us earlier. Of course, to head coach Jeff Collins as well. And coach, before we get to Tommy Slather versus Pittsburgh, let's talk our next game adjustments brought to you by the Joint Chiropractic. What have been some of the areas of focus during the bye week that you're looking to carry over to Grand Field on Saturday? Well, the big thing is, is getting healthy. Um, did a lot of things, you know, development of our young players. Um, you know, we'd split half the practice up into an ATL practice, and then the ATL would go lift, and we would basically uh, gain three extra days of basically what amounts to spring practice uh, for the developmental guys. I mean, that's a big deal for us, the development of our players, the development of our program. Um, so it was good to see a lot of these young guys getting getting really good work against each other. And, uh, you know, so that, that was probably the biggest thing, uh, healing up and then getting and the young guys a lot of reps your last two games duke and miami you've only allowed three points combined after halftime any common threads that you see you always like to see a defense get better and stronger as the game goes on well i think just the entire program every single week is uh you see the development you see the guys understanding how we're doing things and what we're doing and the purpose behind them and uh it's even in game you see uh really really good developments uh, amongst the entire team. So we just got to keep that mindset, uh, keep going, keep working to get better every single day. That's all we're focused on. And uh, I think the guys are buying into it or have bought into that and learning what the processes are to play at a high level on Saturdays and then just cut it loose and making plays, celebrating with your teammates, having some fun because you've put in the work from Sunday through Saturday morning uh, to play at a high level and uh, just cut it loose and play. Cut a loose, celebrate, have a lot of fun. Sounds like a good formula, not only for your players, but our fans as well at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Look forward to seeing you out there. 4 p.m., Tommy Slather will be on the air with our network pregame at 2 o'clock. And on that, we wrap up this week's edition of GT60. Coach Collins, we appreciate the time. Thank you. Thanks, bud. All right, he's head coach Jeff Collins. I'm Andy DeMatcher for Dan Courts inside our network studios, engineer Miller Pope. Thanks once again for listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. <laughs>
been listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tune in every Monday at 7 for the latest on the Jackets. GT60 has been brought to you by Coca-Cola. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or a friend this season. And by Georgia Power. While Georgia Power provides clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy, they want to help save energy too. Find out energy-saving tips at georgiapower.com slash save. GT60 is a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Georgia Tech Sports Network.